And I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like how I'm a uh, woods cart, beer cart guy. You know, you're sitting in the woods with your friends. You've been there for a few days. You're all out of drinks. And here I come from behind the bushes with a selection of drinks, cold cold drinks and beverages, even some hot dogs, maybe s'mores materials. Yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah, Dan, you may ask yourself, you may ask yourself, Brooks, how does this work? What do you do? You just wander through the woods? Well, no. I find, a, you know, I find a some people in the woods and I just, uh, at night, I steal all of their food. And then Whoa. the next day, when they're really hungry, I sell it back to them. 100% how often, profit. How often would you say these people just beat you up and take it back? Well, so far, it's been 50-50. Okay, sounds about right. But when it pays off, boy, howdy, it pays off. Uh-huh. And, you know, so, if I, yeah, 50-50, so uh, that's a pretty good turnaround. Most salesmen don't sell half the time. How much money would you say you lose recuperating in the hospital? Well, I have insurance, so that's all covered. I have pretty good insurance. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh-huh. my boss, it's a super... Super professional job, you know. My boss covers all that. Well, well, healthcare. okay. Hold on, wait, wait. He started this wait. gig. It's not like I'm doing. No, what's that? No, 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 no. First of all, not a real job. Second of all, we don't talk about jobs. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Dan. That's for my drone work podcast. Hey, Dan, what's happening? I'm just just relaxing here. What about you? I have some exciting news. Okay. Way back, I looked on the contract I signed. I think it was like January 16th. Remember when I bought that hot tub? Oh, yeah. I put the one that you're never going to get. Yep. I put $500 down on a hot tub, uh-huh. and it said late May. And here we are, middle of June. <laughs> Extremely late May. Yep. Extremely mm-hmm. late May. Yeah, I mean, Some technically, maybe. June. The salesman at the hot tub place assured me that uh, this is still considered late May. <laughs> yeah. Well, I called. I Finally, I was like, hey, it's June. Where's my hot tub? I called up the place, and they said, yeah, we'll call you back. And then nobody called me back for a few days, and then I called up again. And it went straight to voicemail for some reason. And uh, I got an immediate call while on voicemail saying, oh, just calling you back. Hey, Robert, just calling you back. Wait, yeah, wait. I get, hold on, I hold on. Wait, wait. to people I'm buying hold. hot tubs from. Oh, okay. All right. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, your hot tub's here. Just came in on Saturday. Now uh, you just need a... Write us a check for the remaining balance, and uh, when do you want it delivered? I said, hey, how about next Saturday? And he said, well, that sounds good. Saturday. So this Saturday, this coming Saturday, between 12 and 4, 
delivery window for my hot tub. Yeah. Boom. It's coming. Oh, man. That's so exciting. And uh, it's like after this podcast here, I'm going to jump in my inflatable hot tub. I've still been using it at least once a day. Okay. I think when summer hits, well, when summer hits and my kids are not no longer in school, it will be back to twice a day. And then I'll have the oh. real hot tub. And even my uh, older son was like, I'm going to be using that hot tub every single day, he said to me. Yeah. And I was like, wait, but you haven't used the inflatable one in months. I think he's done with the inflatable one and really wants a real one. Right. Because it's so much cooler. But Way cooler. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. It's really happening. My wife went and dropped off the check today and they she saw it sitting there all wrapped up in plastic wrap, white uh white plastic wrap and it said Lyle on the side of it. That's my other fake name I give out. Okay. So it's real, man. It's happening. That's sweet. Well, I, the two of us I can't we wait. Had, well, yeah. yeah, when are we going to do a uh podcast recording from the hot tub? Uh what do you mean? Next Wednesday? Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I don't know how much splashing sound there will be. So maybe we should only record a portion of it. We'll record the normal part first. Then we'll record that part last, just in case it's really obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, my friend Joe, who was on the po this podcast a long, long time ago, talking about comics, yep. uh, he has a podcast called Joe Meets World, where he talks about- When this Joe Meets World. When this Joe Meets World. Talks about Boy Meets World. And yep. he has me on to watch the show with him and talk about the show- and whatever else we want to talk about. You go check that out. Joe Meets, World, Joe Meets World on wherever you can find, I feel like, any... Finer any podcasts? podcasts? Any okay, podcasts. not finer. Just regular. Uh, but he changed up his format to not watching the show together. So now we watch it in advance and then we talk about it afterwards. I'm sure you do watch it in advance. I actually watched it in advance. I found hmm. an I found the episode on a website somewhere. And I said, "Hey, since I don't have to actually be inside my house watching uh the show with you, I'm going to do the podcast from my hot tub." Okay. So, so we did it over Skype. He lives in New York. And he did complain about some some water splashing sounds. So uh, I haven't yet listened to the episode I was on in the hot tub. But well, uh, I suppose if you don't have the jets on, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, maybe we just won't have the jets. No yeah, jets, but it any. was like me, like I was in there talking to him for an hour. Or whatever. And uh, it got a little too hot for me. So I get up and I sit on the edge for a little bit. So as I get yeah. up and the water kind of drips off me. He was like, whoa, what are you doing? 
So we right. can hear that. So I think we have to, when we're in there, we have to be perfectly still. We'll just sit still. We'll splash around to, you know, let people know, but so let then we'll stop know. doing it. Okay. Well, Dan, we had a lovely weekend, didn't we? We did. There was a camp out put on by a gentleman by the name of Bob, and uh, it's called Bob Fest. This guy, you met up with him. He's got his own podcast. You met up with him, and you told me something about it, and I said, hey, wait, I know that guy. Guy sounds familiar. Yeah, I recognized his name. I knew him in middle school. We went to different high schools. And I was like, what? How did you meet this guy? Blast from the past. That was a while ago. And uh, and uh, we got to go on this camp out this last weekend for his 40th birthday. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's time for people of our age to be 40. I still don't believe it. You're 40. Bob's 40. I still have a couple more years because you guys are way older than me. That was my joke. Way older. Yeah. I I'm met a bunch of people that I didn't know and they're like, oh yeah, I, uh, I went to the same high school that you went to and somebody else that went to the same middle school that I went to and the same high school that my wife went to. And I was like, wow. How could I possibly know all these people? It was like a North Portland 80s meetup. Yeah. And then one of the guys was like, hey, does anybody know this other guy who happened to be my my like childhood best friend? And I was like, uh, I do. Yeah. How do you know? So it's all these weird connections. What uh, what did you think of that camp out, man? It was a blast, man. I mean, we I went with my wife, and there was about what twenty people there. Probably over COVID's the course, over. Yeah. COVID is officially over for me. Oh yeah, and for, for sure. everybody I know, it's just done with. Uh, here in America, we've done it. We beat COVID. We're uh, all vaccinated here. Let's be honest. We're all vaccinated. And uh, we are like, hey, so this was the first time, well, besides your birthday, but that was yeah. a smaller group than this, but this was Small, the first much time. Much smaller. Like, what, half the size, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, that I've been around that many people, and first time I've been uh, to a big camp out in a long time. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. Brought my wife. Dropped the kids off over at the grandparents' place uh, Friday afternoon, and I drove up there. It was at Clear Lake Campgrounds up on Mount Hood, but not the regular campgrounds, the dispersed camping, which I only learned about a couple years ago where it's just like, hey, these woods here, you guys can camp in them. Is that? Yeah, all national forest or is it only certain areas dan you can camp anywhere that they say that they don't say you're not allowed to camp okay basically unless there's a sign saying you can't camp here you can camp there okay but since a lot of people have been using these areas for a long time it's pretty nice 
There's yeah, like, they already have uh, fire pits and mm-hmm. cleared off spots for tents. Yep. And when did you get there? I took Friday off, and so I headed down Thursday after work. And, uh, yeah, so I got to hang out. It was just, when I got there, it was just one other guy, Bob and his mom. We are just hanging out by the fire, just the four of us. You know, that kind of camping, there's something special about it when there's literally no one else around. Mm-hmm. And you're just hanging out by a fire. Usually, that's the kind of thing that I only get on a backpacking trip. But I drove there, so that was also nice. I didn't have to walk. Did you just bring um, your backpack and I, your your hiking backpack and throw it in the back of your car? Well, I mean, I did, yeah. Uh, cool. What am I supposed to do, pack a bag? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I uh, most of my stuff. I actually just grabbed my stuff out of my backpacking bag and threw it in a different bag, but yeah, close. I did, I slept in a hammock the whole time. That was pretty nice. Three nights in a hammock? How'd that treat you? Oh, I don't think I was sore from sleeping in a hammock because I woke up feeling so good. I was real tired, but because just from staying up too late and... For some reason, that first night, I probably stayed up till like 2.30 in the morning just hanging just out and talking. Just the four guys? Just the... F- oh, yeah. Yeah. And, we just uh, hung out by the fire talking. Even with uh, Bob's mom? The night she I was went, there, she took off to bed about midnight. Yeah, she probably went to bed earlier. Yeah, probably. Uh, but then, for some reason, when I go camping, I wake up like way early so i woke up like 6 30 in the morning that's only four on hours of sleep four hours of sleep and then just powered through all i day just long. powered through no i laid down took a little nap in the middle of the day but i don't actually take naps so i just kind of laid there <laughs> but that kind of works yeah we yeah ended that was... up, we ended up just sleeping in the back of my Toyota Sequoia SUV and uh, it fits a full size bed perfectly and since we were dropping the kids off with grandparents I just grabbed my kids bed off the gra- off off the floor in his bedroom huh. and uh, tossed it in the back there the first night uh, where I parked I felt pretty level until I went to go to bed at, yeah, what, 2 o'clock in the morning on Friday night. And it seemed like it was sloping down and to the right. And uh, I my wife didn't have a problem, but I kept waking up like my feet pushed up against and kind of legs bent and kind of feeling like way to the right pushed up against my wife and uh yeah. one point in the night she like pushes me to scoot over so then the next mm. night i was like okay i'm fixing this looks like it probably only needs a six inch lift so i found a log and i just drove the right tire on top of that log and it was perfect the next night i was good to go nice you got to get a little air air ride, independent air ride suspension so you can level it out. 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. Or like, what do uh, like RVs have these little legs that come down? Little jacks, yeah. Little bottle jacks. Maybe I just bring four bottle jacks and I just jack up to level it out perfectly. Yeah. They have, they have, they're like little scissor lift type jacks Mm. and they take a uh, electric uh, uh, battery powered drill and they, they do it with that. At least the one that I saw do it. So you just take your, uh, your drill or your, your driver and you just up to the right height. Oh, cool. That way you don't have to twist anything. Just a. All power. I wonder what that those cost each. Four of them can't I mean, be too can't much. Be, Fifty bucks each can't be more than a hundred bucks, right? For okay. the four of them, they're not big. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we're not or talking about something that's going to hold your whole car up. So what? Uh, Friday night. How many people do you think arrived that night with me? Maybe like ten, twelve. Yeah, something like that. It was, since it was Bob Fest, I felt like this was a baby Burning Man. You know, Burning Man, where you're supposed to bring something to share with everyone else as like a gift to Burning Man or whatever. Yeah. And uh, my gift was, remember in, well, you were there. I'm saying remember to our listeners and the ones that listen may or may not have gone to outdoor school. That is a thing in Oregon where sixth grade you go out and you stay in cabins with all the sixth graders and they give you name tags. So it says your name and on a piece of wood, like a chunked off uh, round of wood that's about whatever, half inch thick. And uh, as through the week you gain different beads for learning about like whatever soil and water and and uh fire maybe i don't know what were the things back in the day all the things fish i mean all five of the elements all the elements earth fire water wind and love captain planet (laughs) love is the fifth element that's the secret oh that was a spoiler i'm sorry if you haven't seen it my bad So I started out, I was like, okay, I'm going to make these name tags. It's just going to be, I was like, there's going to be 20 people. Bob gave me a list of all the names and I was like, okay, I'm going to put on one side, it's just going to say Bob Fest, got some trees on the other side. I'm just going to write their name and that's it. And then I did Bob's and I did like an extra little picture for him since I'm still into like my fridge magnets and all this art painting different things i was like oh just whipped one together for bob it was a naked fellow uh from from behind a nice you got to see a cartoon butt of bob standing in the woods with a with a sunset behind maybe or sunrise and uh then I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I did another one. I did his mom. I did Andy. And then I was like, I did this cool sunset over a mountain. And I was having fun with these. And it was like a week, week and a half before I started. 
And they were taking me, what, 20 minutes to do. And I was like, oh, these are cool. And I was doing names with some personal little art. You were the only one that I asked what they wanted. Right. And I made you that awesome ogre holding a club over, slung over his shoulder and holding a skull in his hand that was on fire. To just let the record show that I did ask you for a personalized drawing of an ogre two about years about two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Does this count? No, it counts. I'm yeah. Counting. You're done. You did your deed. I'm finally out of debt to you for an ogre. Yep. This is probably better than a picture I would have done two and a half years ago. I've come a long way. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine what it would have looked like. This better. (laughs) I've come a long way. Uh, And then I was like, whatever, screw it. I'm doing all of them. So I was just doing random pictures. Most of these people I didn't know. And I was like, you know what, Amy? You're getting a lime. So I just had a lime. You know what, uh, dude, duder? I can't think of any of the other ones I did right now. You know what? Chase. Jason. You know what, Jason? You know what, Jace? You're getting a Frankenstein's monster. You yep. know what, Jason? You're getting an airplane. Front yeah. view, uh, one one blade airplane. And then I just went and I just did all of them with cool pictures and everybody loved them. It was the hit. It was one of the hits of the party. One little mem- memorabilia. And what did you bring to this baby Burning Man in the woods? Yeah, you told me about this Burning Man thing and everybody was going to have a thing that they brought. And so I was like, okay, I've been wanting to get this set up. I got the stuff for it. I am going to come out there and set up karaoke in the middle of nowhere. And I did it. Success. it, It was successful. Pairing successful. And I... I just had a couple little desktop, like a uh, little bookshelf speakers that I had and a, a little amp and I ran it off the inverter in the FJ, uh, took yeah, the laptop out just, there. Ha- your car has a outlet in the trunk or something and you just yeah. had your car running, what, 50 I feet just away or something? idled my car all the time, the whole time and it turned out really well. I thought I had a couple of wireless microphones. I didn't yeah, the, take the TV for the second screen. I just let everybody read it on the laptop. If you had the TV, would you be able to like set up who's coming next and then yes. playing off the TV? That's I would have been able about. to do things on the on my laptop while someone was singing. Yeah, because that was the only problem. Like in between songs, the karaoke would stop. Somebody comes right. up there, then you search for it, and then you play it. So you could, if you had another screen, that could ha- all happen like while while the person's singing or whatever. Yes. Setting up the next and one. The other thing that could have actually happened is if I had music on the laptop, which I didn't have anything downloaded and there's no internet up there. So it was just like dead silent in between karaoke songs but the program has it to where you can just have a folder of music that will play in between songs 
Oh, cool. Just as the background music will kick on when the song's over. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that either. But, you know, all that aside, I'd say it turned out real well. And that so, was my thing that I set up. That was your contribution. The first yeah. night, Friday night when I got there, it didn't seem like maybe we got to, into it too early, maybe. And like you were like, Brooks, you going to sing a song? And then I go over there. And it didn't seem like anybody else besides the two of us were interested. Right. And I was thinking to myself, oh, no. Dan brought all this stuff into the woods and nobody else is going to want to sing karaoke. And I was like feeling a little nervous. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. But the next night was the night. Uh, there was a few people that sang on Friday night. But the next night yeah. was when it really kicked off. Set that thing up at like... You know, when it got dark and I didn't take it down until like three in the morning, that was, I felt like an actual KJ, you know? You look like a KJ up there. Well, I mean, and you were like, what does a KJ hey, look like? Hey, I mean, everybody, you asked me somebody's name because oh, a couple yeah. people showed up and they didn't tell Bob. They didn't have a name coming. tag. They didn't have name tags. And you're like, what's her name? And I was like, I think it's Quinn. Hey, everybody, that was Quinn. Right. Nice on the mic. Bob. Bo -bo -bo. Right. And it was, oh, man, so professional. Yeah. And if also, if I would have had it set up where I was on my laptop while people were singing, then I could have made a list. I could have had people in order. They could have told me what they wanted, and then I could have announced them. But it didn't, didn't work out that well. I did it a little bit, as much as I could. Well, but yeah, that I know uh, that second night though, it really seemed like everybody, maybe not everybody, was enjoying it, but <laughs> <laughs> most of the people. You even got a first time karaoke guy. Oh man, Eric. first time, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, tenth time, fifteenth time. <laughs> he loved karaoke. He loved karaoke, and boy, did he love. Uh, what do they call it? Ha hair metal or hair oh, rock yeah. from the uh, 80s, 80s he hair rock? some 80s rock, and also he did not care that he didn't know how to sing. And I he told just him, sounded, you know, terrible, but who I cares? told him the first time he sang, oh, that was good. You were real enthusiastic. It's okay. That's that was my it. mistake. <laughs> That's all it took. Oh, Where yep. I lack in skill, I make up for. I think I make up for in. Yeah, I want to hear where you make up for that. Enthusiasm hmm. and dance moves, perhaps. Well, he had no. a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I probably sang, I don't know, probably five, five different songs, maybe more, Saturday, second yeah. night. How many did you get? Oh. In? We did we did our our go to duet. I think Thank we did you for that being Friday a friend. Oh, we could have okay. done it again. We should have just done it again. Probably. Uh, I probably sang twenty songs. Oh man! I told myself I would not sing two in a row, and I did not. 
But every time there was nobody waiting to sing, I just sang. <laughs> That's the problem when you're getting paid to do uh, being a karaoke jockey, KJ, okay. if you will. Uh, they don't want the KJ singing too many. Maybe the less, the less they pay you, the more songs you get to do. I mean... I would think that seems fair. Okay. And if they complain, I'd be like, well, I mean, it's not like you actually are paying me. If any of our listeners want to pay Dan to set up karaoke in their backyard, email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com, and he will come over to your house, and if you pay him 300 bucks for the night, he will sing one song. And if you pay right. him 50 bucks for the night, he will sing 12 songs. Yeah. Sliding if scale you pay in me, between. If you pay me nothing, I sing every other time. Every other time, it's just you. <laughs> performing. And sometimes two in a row. <laughs> yeah. I packed uh, some tasty whiskeys. I was sipping whiskeys uh, pretty... My goal was not to get sick. And I think mm. I did it. I did not get sick. I wasn't feeling I... bad at all. I didn't have that goal, and yet I I was planning on just like I was. I'm like I'm not going anywhere. I'm not worried about anything. But turns out I didn't. I didn't even drink that much. So I also took a couple up there. Uh, I I gave Bob some old old person themed whiskeys. I had like a old oh. Forester 1920 that was pretty good. Did that whole That's bottle get drinking? It got disappeared, and it wasn't me. Uh, at first, I just when it was just when I was just hanging out with Bob, I uh, I was drinking that, and I had it tucked over by my chair. You no, know, and I, I just drink a little bit at a time. I like sip on it, and then once everybody got there, I was like, "Well, I'll just set it over here on this table by all this other stuff," and uh, then it disappeared pretty quick. Yeah, what did I, I brought uh, the Woodford Reserve Rye, and I brought uh, a half gallon of Bullet Bourbon that my wife likes drinking, and the rye was all gone, and half of that bottle of Bullet also disappeared. But everybody had a fun night, and I was happy to uh, contribute. I got to taste a lot of different things. Like I'd never. There's that one bottle. What is it? That was the Weller Weller Special Reserve. For people that know whiskey, Weller's is some sort of second. What is it? So the guy. Okay, so the guy said, "Hey, I got this." And my my buddy works at the liquor store. He said, "You should try this. It's hard to come by. This is uh this is poor man's pappy." And he, and I said, oh yeah, what is it? He said, I don't know. I said, oh, is it, is it Weller? And then he pulls it out of the bag. Oh, sure enough. Weller. So Pappy is this whiskey that's super hard to come by, some bourbon, but it, how much does that sell for? $400 and up a bottle? Or oh, something? well, yeah, it's crazy. That's the one that you just can't get. So they sell it for a whole bunch on the, on the resale market. Like twelve hundred dollars. 
But he happened to find this thing, and just because of the name, it's supposedly good. But it's still only a $25 bottle of whiskey, but it's really hard to find. It's just for some reason, this particular brand, like they don't put enough bottles out, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to find. I was was talking with uh, somebody, another whiskey drinker that was there. And he said, he said, oh, I said, how long has, because the thing when a, a whiskey gets super popular it's like you can't just make a ton of it really fast and i said hey when did whatever this stuff pappy when did it become popular and he goes oh whatever 10 15 10 15 years ago and i said well how long do you have to age whiskey to get it to be i mean how, how you long? said? How long does it take uh, Pappy Twenty Three to age in the barrel? I didn't. And he say said, Pappy "Well, Brooks Twenty Three. I did say, that. well, Brooks Twenty Three years. I did not know how many years. Anyways, apparently it's twenty three years. So even if ten or fifteen years ago they decided we better bump up our production, people really love this. It's still twenty three years before they have a lot of it. Not that they did, or I don't know if they did. But maybe here in 12 years, we're going to have a whole bunch of this stuff, and maybe it'll be easier. And by then, nobody will want it. Nobody will want it. Yeah. Maybe. And if it's too easy to come by, maybe uh, nobody will care about it anymore, because it's just, like, easily, readily available. Well, okay. The Pappy 23 is the ridiculously expensive one. They have, like, a 12-year-old. So, I mean... They could have made a lot more, and they probably did make a lot more of the 12-year-old, but it's a smaller distillery. It's part of Buffalo Trace, but it's a, it's smaller, so it's like, you know, think uh, small business, handcrafted, so they don't make a ton, and that's part of the problem. But since it's owned by, like, one of the biggest distilleries in the world, Buffalo Trace... Everybody really wants it because it's like their best, quote unquote, best one. So maybe they're just like, yeah, we don't mind keeping it how it is. We're making all our money from Buffalo Trace. And then we got this whatever boutique whiskey on the side. So we'll just keep it boutique and we'll just keep raking in that dough with all the Buffalo Trace we're selling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. It was a lovely night, lovely two nights, and uh, Sunday night or Sunday morning, I don't know when, but my wife wakes me up, it's like, Dan's leaving. I don't know what time that was. You were just driving away. Yeah. And I packed I said, all the karaoke stuff up the night before. Mm-hmm. You threw you threw your you pushed your hammock into the bag and you took off leaving your leaving your uh, camp shovel. Ah, oh, yep. And I woke up. We slept for another hour or two. Maybe woke up at because I went to bed at two that night as well. Woke up at what ten thirty, and my 
my folding table was being used by everybody just piled up with bottles and bottles and food and weird trash just from the night before. Mm -hmm. So it was my duty because I wanted my table to help clean up. So I spent, you know, half hour taking people's chairs, putting them in their bags, setting them aside, taking garbage, picking up garbage, putting them in the garbage bags, cleaning my table, organizing whatever this and that. Got my table. And uh, we had, with 20 people, there was like at least four big bags of garbage. And I said, I'm just going to take the only other person that was awake was Bob's mom. And I was like, I'm going to take take all this garbage. I'll get rid of it. She's like, oh, bless your heart. You're so sweet. Thank you. Bob's car is just so small. You could barely fit anything in there anyways to get out here. And, uh, yeah, so I felt like a hero. I took that garbage, yeah. drove down to the dumpster half mile down the road, and just tossed it all in the dumpster. Yep. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a great, great night. Great weekend, I mean. That was pretty awesome. Hey, what but, are the plans? I hear the plans for next year are not only karaoke with a bigger setup, bigger speaker setup that you're working in, you're working to get, but also a movie, perhaps? Hopefully. I got that portable screen, and I got my projector, so, you know, also that. Man, it's just going to get better and better every year. And maybe next year, since you'll know everybody, you'll uh, it'll be like returning to old friends. Yeah. You got to remember to save that name tag. We're using it again next year. Oh, it's I don't get a new one. Oh, you're like, oh, I threw that away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I want a pile of them. I want a whole stack of them. Just okay, hanging maybe, up. Maybe next year I'll make uh, Bob Fest 2022. Nah, that's fine. I can reuse the same one. That's fine. Well, Dan, you know what time it is, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Now it's time for a little thing. We like to call around, 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 some around, 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 they're really growing. When are you supposed to harvest potatoes? When you, they're done. Just I, whenever? I, I think you let them grow to the end of the season and then you dig it all up at once. Dig them all up so, uh, fall? Yeah, probably, I guess. Whenever and, the and plant on top starts looking sad. Oh, are you going to make mashed potatoes with homegrown potatoes? For Thanksgiving, obviously, For Thanksgiving? along with my turkey that I've been raising. I didn't do that part. Well, my mom, 
usually makes a pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving from pumpkins that she grew. Oh. So maybe uh, my tradition can be uh, one meal's worth of potatoes that I grew on Thanksgiving. Cool. That's a good idea, Brooks. Thanks. What about you? What you been doing around the house? Well, since I got the uh, go-ahead from the hot tub guy, remember I said I got some things I need to do, but I'm just waiting until they say it's coming and it'll force me to have to do these things? Well, to get the hot tub to my backyard, my house is, like, lifted up. My house is whatever. You enter, the driveway goes into the basement. And the first floor and the backyard are, like, up a story. Your house is like a redneck truck. It's lifted. It's lifted. And uh, so with that retaining wall on the side of my house, park re- that third parking spot that I made, I'm going to have the, uh, the hot tub delivery guy back into that spot. And hopefully his truck is just high enough where they can lift the hot tub to my backyard and then wheel it around to my back patio. But when I did the retaining wall, there was still hadn't filled in backfilled, backfilled it with dirt. So there was just a big Mm -hmm. pile of dirt there. And I had to move my shed, which is right there also. And I have one of those sheds. It's like plastic clicks together, Rubbermaid brand shed. It's about Mm -hmm. eight by eight, I think. Maybe it's, yeah, I think it's 8 by 8 Yeah. But it comes down really easy. I moved it one time before, but I only moved it like 8 feet. And I think You moved my wife, it approximately one blueberry bush length? Yep. Yep. I moved it Thank you. for no reason a year early and pulled out that blueberry bush and uh, gave you the blueberry bush. How's that blueberry bush coming along, by the way? Oh, so full. Oh, blueberries. It's, they're starting to come. Those blueberries are starting to pop up. We're starting to get raspberries in the the backyard. Not enough where there's leftovers when I get home, but if I catch them, I can pick a couple for myself. I think when I'm older, I think when my kids are older, there will be none left for me unless I pick them all myself. But so I did that. I was getting ready for that hot tub to come. And uh, did a lot of digging, smoothing out that area, doing some backfilling, and took down the shed. But like I was saying, last time my wife helped me me move it. And this time, I think I forgot that she helped last time. And I was like, I think I did it by myself. And I just got in there. Squatted down, put my arms up, and there's like two by six ceiling uh, joists. There's two of them for the Mm -hmm. roof. And I just pushed up and lifted it up, what, six inches. The whole roof and sides, like six inches off the ground. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. My plan was just to walk with it, like holding it. But it was very, very heavy just by myself. And I was like, whatever. And I just kicked the walls off. I 
unscrewed a couple things and just took it all apart. So now it is a flat pile of Rubbermaid uh, walls and roof in my backyard, and I hope I can figure out how to easily get it back together. Because I didn't build it. It was here when I bought the house. Mm. And it might take a lot more screws and a lot more uh, maybe some some different wood holding it back together. But well, it's I'm gonna sure happen. you'll get it. But I kind of like with that big open area now on that side of my house, uh, since it's got the retaining wall and the big drop-off, my dog can go over there and can't escape. Like, I don't really need a fence on that side right. of my yard. And it's just a big open area. Might be good for more garden beds or maybe some grass over there. And I'm thinking about moving my shed to a different corner of the yard. This part of the yard could be good for grass. It could be good for grass. And I could lay okay. in the grass and roll around. Whoa. Hmm. More grass to mow. But it feels like more open over there. Yeah. It's a good spot. Like, it gets lots of sun over there, so it'd be good for growing stuff. Maybe that'll be yeah. where my pumpkin patch will be. Ooh. Ooh. I want to see pumpkins hanging down over the edge. Suspended that, four feet in the air. Depending where, uh, when the price of lumber drops and I finish off that, uh, that garage thing or whatever I'm making over there. Depending. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But maybe next year, if lumber is still really expensive, I will, uh, yeah, have some dangling pumpkins over the edge. And what do you put them in like? You build hammocks or something when they're dangling well, so it doesn't put too much stress on the vine? A little pumpkin hammock if you're scared. I mean, well, just let the vine grow beefy enough to hold it. Well, I'm scared. I don't want my All pumpkins right. to break off the vine. Then you do the hammock, I guess. Okay. Make a little individual pumpkin hammocks. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm ready. I still got to run some 220 power to that for the new hot tub. And since they're coming uh, Saturday, like I said, between 12 and 4, I think Saturday morning I'm just going to wake up and make a run to Home Depot for all the stuff I need for that. And it shouldn't take very long. I just heard my dad is in town from the coast, so I may call up his services come mm -hmm. over and do it maybe okay so that is it i'm looking forward to that hot tub maybe next week we will be recording from the hot tub i hope so do i have long enough cables mic microphone cables where i don't have to disconnect all of these things and i mean disconnect the whole mixing board and bring it out there Hmm. Don't you have that portable recorder? Yeah, I do have that portable recorder. I might use that. Well, okay. We'll see. See how the splashing sounds. Maybe we'll just practice. Yeah. Record, listen to it, and then just release it. Because sound quality is the number one priority for me here at After Work Podcast. 
Dan, do we have any emails? Oh, let me take a take a quick quick look here. We often ask for emails from people that listen to this podcast, and if you've made it this far into the show and you're sitting here being like, "Hey, they always ask for emails and I haven't emailed for a long time." Or or maybe uh maybe you have emailed recently and we didn't read it because we forgot or something and maybe just email again and uh also we're looking for guests if you want to be on the podcast we do it wednesday night usually about eight o'clock or whenever if you email the email the uh show afterworkpod at gmail.com with anything you want whatever dan email no emails no emails (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what are you up to dan got any, you have anything big i know i got my hot tub coming but is there anything you're looking forward to this weekend no without that's spoiling about all it, i got if it's gonna be a I mean, main topic for next week nope other than doing some smoked chicken that's about it that's all i got oh, coming up yeah well everybody thanks for listening And we'll see y'all next time. After work.